Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Just Browsing Podcast. I'm your co-host, Zach, back again with Matt today. And today's episode is going to be all on time travel, which I think we teased at the end of our last episode, um, which was all about football, <laughs> which we didn't know was going to be about football until we started talking about it. And then we <laughs> rambled for an hour about, about football. So while I know that we enjoy those episodes, and I, while I know that some of our listeners, I'm sure, enjoy those episodes as well, I know we have other listeners out there that enjoy the more, I guess, thought-provoking ideas that we talk about, such as many worlds theory, free will, determinism, simulation theory, you know, aliens, all that kind of shit that we like to talk about. So this is kind of another one today, and this is something that we talked about at the end of last episode of what we wanted to do for a future episode and here it is here's the future episode so i think what we kind of wanted to do and i this this will be not a super structured episode but what we kind of wanted to talk about was the different types of time travel that you can consume in basically pop culture or fiction so whether it be through video games books movies tv shows whatever because there's like different ways that time travel functions in fiction because obviously time travel is fictional at this point it may be possible at some point but as of right now it's not and then i think we're probably going to get into some of our favorite time travel movies just because i feel like it's inevitable when you're talking about time travel well yeah and that's like one of the only things we have to reference when you're talking about time travel is time travel movies because i mean like i said it's not real so it's like well how else do you conceptualize it other than going, yeah, like in such and such movie, they did this. You know what I mean? See, I'm going to so. look at, I'm going to look at it more of a, I'm going to come in as my opinion on time travel and whether like we'll get there in our lifetime or I guess as far as humanity goes, if we'll ever get there. And then like the outcomes of what would happen when we do get there. So I might not go into the movies as as much. Maybe like okay, I'll just start with like Interstellar has a form of time travel in it when they go through the black hole and then they're going down to the planet that is four hundred thousand foot waves. You know that is part of that's technically time travel mm-hmm. based on you know whatever. The, what, what's their spaceship called? Like the like the space station part of it. I don't know, actually. I forget the but, name. But that is out of <laughs> orbit of this planet that they yeah. had sent a yeah. doctor to or a professor or whatever, mm-hmm. a researcher to. And then that person goes down there and they're pinging. And it was like a 30 minutes ago ping. Mm-hmm. But 30 minutes ago from where on the planet was actually like seven years in mm-hmm. space and in normal time. Normal time, I guess that's a weird term. But like yeah. back on Earth, it was seven full years. And they're like every 30 minutes, I think, is seven years. And they were down yeah. there for like 90 minutes, which was ended up being, you know, like yeah. 21 20 years. 20 something years, yeah. In actual, you know, everyone else's time. So I know so, that's like a, I can't remember what it was called, but that's like the. Yeah. So that's called time dilation. Right. So I wanted to get to that. But real quick, let's just back up a second. Let me ask you something. Do you think. Because when I think about time travel, it's a really fun idea and concept to think about and discuss. But I think it differs from other sort of science fiction-y ideas such as like nanotechnology or artificial intelligence or simulations or anything like that. Where with those, I can see the building blocks of that 
in our society right now, like where we're like, we have sort of the beginning building blocks of those technologies already. And it's just kind of, it seems to me like a matter of time until we've reached that point. Whereas time travel seems like one of those things where unless we have some sort of a groundbreaking discovery in physics, it's basically impossible to travel through time of in, in any other way other than linearly like we right. do now. You know what well, I mean? Well, so so what I would say is scientifically, like what we just discussed about with like Interstellar, like they talked about in Ender's Game, traveling at light speed, obviously like that would have to be a breakthrough in physics to travel right. at light speed. Right. But that time I, I would say is more scientific and achievable just because it's it's not the way I look at time travel would be, okay, from right now, I'm going to go back to the 1800s and go fight in the Civil War, mm-hmm. right? But then I can come back to, to now. Yeah. That's the way, like, time travel. Like, that technology? That That's what I mean when I'm saying that. Because, like, yeah. I, I think we have the very beginnings of really kind of rudimentary nanotechnology and really... Right. Maybe like maybe not so rudimentary, but rudimentary AI and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, I can see how, you know, obviously all of the science fiction ideas that play with this where there's these fully sentient robots that then are either really good or really bad. You know, obviously it's a science fiction idea, but I can see how we get there from what we have now. Whereas like the time travel aspect, it's like, I think that is is not so much a limitation of technology and more a limitation of just like the laws of physics which yeah. Oh, yeah. unless we have some sort of a groundbreaking discovery that breaks everything we know about how physics works. It would literally have to break time and space. Yeah, which really the only things that we theoretically know of today would be like the interstellar example of like a wormhole that bends time and space. But again, that's just an example of you can still only go forward. Right. You can't go backward. Because that's the type of time travel where I'm like, you know, it's really fun to think about, but I just don't know how we're going to get there just because we've gotten more technologically advanced. Like, just because you get more technologically advanced doesn't mean, oh, now you can reverse the flow of time. You know what right. I, mean? I, don't, I don't think, at least in our lifetime and then, okay, I'll probably say next 500 years we won't have time travel. Unless, I mean, it's honestly there's like... a species out there that has time travel already yeah, yeah. that brings that technology to us. Go watch our episode on Aliens. We'll do another one on Aliens because there's so much to talk about. We'll definitely revisit Aliens, yeah. I don't think that we will ever come to a technology where you could take me from right now and put me back in the 1800s or go further in time. And part of that, and I might just jump into my opinion on stuff, is like maybe maybe I overthink this, but how would we know what the past was? You weren't alive back in the 1800s. No one currently... Well, I guess there might be someone that would be... They'd have to be 122 to technically be alive in the <laughs> There's 1800s. probably someone who's 122. Okay, so we'll go to the 1700s. If you're yeah. still alive, please, I would like to have you on the episode. <laughs> I will pay for your travel, whatever. But, like, maybe, like I said, maybe it's me overthinking everything. But we don't know what it was like, right? Yeah. So how, well, how could we establish something to take us back to a specific moment in time travel Yeah. without knowing what it was like. What if right here, you know, where I, wherever I'm putting my time machine and that's going to spawn you in, like say, say you put your time machine here and 
you travel back to whatever time, that's where your time machine goes. Yeah, like in that physical space. In that you mean. physical yeah. space. <clears throat> so right at this ground back in 1745, there was nothing here. Yeah. But all of a sudden, like I get put there, and there's five thousand herd of buffalo. Yeah, they just trample me, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like how would we know, you know, something like that? So it's just, yeah, it becomes one of those things for me. It's like maybe that maybe that thinks like way too deep into it instead of having like the fun, like yeah, going back. But I do think like going back into time is not going to ever be a physical possibility. In our lifetimes, in our kids, our great grandkids, our great 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 grandkids, I don't think they will ever be able to come back and visit us. Yeah. Now, I I think that one. If you had like different sort of science fiction conceits or pieces of technology or whatever that you could like bet on, saying which one of these do you think is or is not going to come true in the next X amount of years? I I feel like. A safe bet would be saying, if I picked time travel, pick a very long time horizon for if and when that's ever going to be. Like, I think you could pretty confidently say, like, within the next 500 years, we're still not going to have time no. travel. I mean, we may we may very well have nanotechnology and artificial intelligence, and we may have like solved genetics, and people can live to a thousand years old. That all may have happened, but they're not. But we be able still to won't be able to travel back in time because, like I said. Barring any sort of like monumental discovery that I don't know comes from some sort of extraterrestrial race or some element that we discover that we never had on the periodic table or something that allows us to like literally break the very foundations of what we understand about physics and time, we can't do it. No matter how advanced the technology gets, you just can't reverse time. It always flows in one direction. Well, and then I think there comes the question and you know, going back into my opinion of what happens when we go back in time. Yeah. So and I think that kind of segues into our next part of the conversation, right. which is like the types of how right. it works. So, types so, of time travel. you know, kind yeah. of jumping into another, t- not necessarily a time travel movie, but a time travel movie, uh, like Marvel, you know, in the yeah. end game when spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Okay. We should say now, Spoiler alerts for like any time travel movie released in the past 30 years. Yeah. So I know that's a very broad spoiler alert, but so this we're going to be talking about time travel and we're going to be talking about time travel movies. So if you don't want time travel movies spoiled for you, then I don't know, maybe skip ahead a few seconds when you hear a movie come up that we're about to talk right. about. But. <laughs> so Endgame, they, they all travel back to a certain point in time to put the, the stones in their rightful place. Well, they go back first to take them. Right. So they go back first to take them, but then they have to go put them in the exact Mm -hmm. same place they found them at the exact same time. Mm -hmm. But they can't, like, do anything else. Yeah. So that brings me up to the point of, okay, so if you go back in history, so say we time travel back to, I'm trying to think of, like, a really massively important thing that happened in world world history. Right. Okay, so we traveled to 9-11. Or or we traveled to 9-10. Yeah. And we have the knowledge to say, what it was, four flights? I think four flights were hijacked, two hit the building, one hit the Pentagon, one crashed in Philadelphia. So we go back to that time, and we say, these four flights will be hijacked. Two are going to hit the the two World Trade Centers. One's going to hit the Pentagon, and one, the brave passengers on board are going to fight back and crash the plane in a field in in uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. What changes for the next 20 years of American history? Yeah. Right. Okay. Like, 
and mm. maybe that's one of your types that I, you know, I'm talking no, I, about. But it, I think it's great. Yeah, it becomes Let's, one of those things that you have. If you go back in time and you change something, every day from that day forward will be different. Or, mm-hmm. you know, another, another thing, um, you know, with all of these school incidents happening. We go back to 1999 and, and what happened here in Colorado with Columbine. We mm-hmm. that never happens. We we foil that plan. What changes in the history of yeah. s- school violence? You know, like mm-hmm. it, it's crazy to think like if that never happens, what would we know? But if that never happens, we don't know that it happened. Nor other events down the road happened because of that event. Yes. Okay. So I'm glad you brought this up because I think this is something that is. A really one of my personal like I, I won't say like favorite types of time travel, but one of my most fascinating types of time travel. So I have like some different types that you you commonly see, and I'll just I won't name the other ones right now because we'll get to them here in a second. But I'll just you just touched on one, which is like there is a type of time travel where you can change some things but not others. Meaning there's like fixed events that cannot be changed. So like in our nine eleven example. Maybe it's possible that we time travel back to 9-10-01 and we're able to, I don't know, get someone to get in their taxi on time where they had missed it originally. Like say we knew that, like that morning in New York City, we helped someone make their taxi on time through some sort of means. We can change that, but no matter what we do, we can't change the outcome of what happened with the terrorist attacks in New York City on 9-11. It's a fixed event in time that no matter what happens, that all, no matter what you do, that always happens. And that's a similar idea in a book by Stephen King called 11-22-63, which is the date that John F. Kennedy got assassinated. And they made a show about it on Hulu. It's like one of my favorite books of all time. But the idea of that one is there's a just a like real quick to breeze over the plot, there's like a portal in a diner that can take you back in time to 1958. And you can like do things in the past that change outcomes in the future. And you can come back through the portal and see those outcomes change. And no matter what happens, you've only ever been gone for two minutes. Like you could spend eight years in the past and you come back and it's only been two minutes of your time. So that part of it's not really important, but the important part of the idea of that story is like, He's trying to prevent the Kennedy assassination. He goes back in time from like 2011, which is I think I think when Stephen King wrote the book, so present time, to try and with the knowledge that this has happened on 11-22-63, he makes all of these preventative measures, does all this research, follows Lee Harvey Oswald, all this kind of stuff. And the idea in the book is like you can change. It's really easy to change like really small things. Like as a test, he goes back in time and there's like a tree that's out in front of the diner and he like goes back in time carves an x into it and then goes back through the portal back to present day and his x is there from when he carved it just just now by going through the 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 portal or whatever that was relatively he he wasn't there wasn't many obstacles in his way to do that because it's a really small thing like what who what does time care if there's an x on this tree or not but if you try and do like it kind of escalates like he, he knows about there's a student of his who survived his father going on like this drunken murderous rampage against his family with like a sledgehammer and like murdering his whole family. Oh, he good. goes back and tries to prevent that from happening. And it's like incredibly hard to do because that was a gigantic fixed event where like these four people died. Only one of the family members survived and he was always perpetually like 
brain damage because he got hit in the head with a sledgehammer and all this kind of right. stuff. Like that guy's life totally changes if you save him from that encounter that night, right? right? Like a lot of stuff changes. If those people are alive versus dead, a lot of stuff changes. How many people do they go off and interact with? What things do they go out and right. do that never happened? So that's the idea of it. And so like it, throughout the book, it becomes increasingly and increasingly more difficult to change gigantic things like the president of the United States being assassinated. So when you started talking about like the 9-11 example, that, that one to me is like a perfect example of like, if we were in, no matter what, yeah. If we were in, well, maybe this is one of the ti- one of the ideas of time travel because well, it's right. not it's for, not for always the, specific... the case, y- yeah. But for this, if we were taking this construct of time travel, there's this idea of fixed events. Another example is like Pompeii. I think there's like I was reading in this article earlier. I've never watched Doctor Who, the super famous British show, but like there's an episode of Doctor Who where they travel back in time to the town. It's like, isn't the town called Pompeii or was it the mountain? Mount Vesuvius. It's Mount Vesuvius and the town was Pompeii. Pompeii. Yeah. Really cool. You should visit it. Yeah. I want to. That sounds awesome. Um, But they try and the doctor tries to explain like that event happening in history where the volcano explodes and destroys all these people in this town is a fixed event and you can't change it. But what they could do is like save one family. Right. Well, you know what I mean? So like there's, you can time travel and go back and change some things, but not everything. So, basically. so then think of this though. I mean, and maybe it's just going back even further, but if you go back even further in time before anyone settles where Pompeii was settled and you go, this volcano is going to erupt yeah, burying in, in 50 years or you know, whatever, this yeah. entire area in ash and killing anyone in this certain region do not build here. What if no one builds there then? You literally change the course of right. you know, Roman history. Yeah. Like And then the question becomes in that scenario, if you're dealing with this type of time travel, would you be allowed to do that? Or would like the idea of eleven twenty two sixty three, time kind of like fights you from changing things. It like right. fights back. So it throws all these obstacles in your way. Well, to prevent you from changing something that like should have happened. I mean, one of one of my like concepts with time travel would be if I get if if you go back in time, you transport back to, you know, like one of my favorite things would be to go to the Colosseum in Rome oh, when gladiators incredible. were fighting, right? So, if I could go back there, what would happen though if I'm just me, like I'm I'm in my fishing lure pajama pants and a conference track t-shirt and i'm just sitting there but no one knows me like no no one notices me you know i'm just there like i'm i'm there in time which just kind of an observer right but i'm like i'm actually there in yeah. time like i can go walk around i'm not yeah. fixated in one location i can actually go explore and i and i get the emotion i can get like you know you can go drink water you can eat their food yeah like, smell whatever. things taste things yeah all that kind of but, stuff but to the people in that time period, I'm not there. Hmm. So like I started thinking, I'm like, well, that's more of like a virtual reality. Like you could put a VR headset on, get into a room, and you could go do that. Yeah. For for the most part. I mean, it's it's gonna be a little different because it's all CGI. That'd be pretty incredible. But though. if you had like a totally realistic, immersive experience well, but, of what it would be like to be just a person walking around the streets and right, but, the Roman but I, Empire. would you would you want to go back to the Roman Empire and you walk into an arena and someone just comes up and grabs you and like, hey, you're a gladiator now? I, I don't think that's how that worked, but yeah. And then all of a sudden you die. Like, can you die? And oh, then I'll bring this question: Can you die in time travel? Yeah. Okay. And I think 
to touch on that too, we should talk about the grandfather paradox because I think I mentioned this at the at the end of the last episode. And is that the Verizon thing where you get like a phone for free if you've been there for two years? <laughs> no, oh. that's not that. That's a different thing. Um, but I yeah, I mentioned this at the end of the last episode, and this is something that I, I think is mentioned in the movie Tenet, which is Christopher Nolan's movie that he released last year, which I also have on my list of time travel, and that's a kind of a clever use of time travel in that movie too. But there's this idea of a paradox called the grandfather paradox. And, th- and this was a- another idea for another episode that we could do in the future, like talking about all kinds of different paradoxes because they're r- really right. like mind-bendy where you think about them real hard and you're like, my brain hurts. Um, but the grandfather paradox, basically the essential idea is like <clears throat> time travel, you have access to time travel. You travel back in time to when your grandfather is alive and you kill your grandfather. Then the question becomes... If you kill your grandfather and then you're either your mother or your father were never born since he died, you would never have been born. So then how could you have time traveled back to kill your grandfather in the first place? Then it becomes this kind of mind bendy, like what the fuck? Like it's a paradox. Like no one really understands well, you, you, the human brain can't really like wrap itself and, around. And that. that, that kind of brings me to another opinion of mine on time travel, but going forward. If okay. I hang can- on, hang on real quick. <laughs> So that video I sent you, uh-huh. we should tell everyone what the video is called too in the YouTube channel because it's actually really cool. So I sent, for the audience members out there, I sent Matt this YouTube video that I had found. Um, let me go to, I think it was both, they were both from the same page, correct? I can't remember. Um, I'll, I'll tell you guys what the page is called. Okay, so it's called Minute Physics on YouTube. There's a page. Um, this guy makes great videos. I've only watched like a couple of them. But he makes these like really quick like five minute videos that are like little illustrations of kind of like hard hard to understand of, yeah, yeah conceptual ideas. So he has one on like different forms of time travel. Excuse me, that I had Matt watch, and then this one is a solution to the grandfather paradox, which I found interesting because I was like, I didn't know if there was a solution, at least to my little pea sized brain when I think about stuff like this because like it seems like a paradox, like it's right there's there's no solution to it, but. What he said, and I don't know if you did you watch that one? Yeah, but I can't remember. I was like at like okay. three in the morning. So anyway, to the audience, go to YouTube. If you're interested in these kind of ideas, go to YouTube either right now, press pause, or after our episode's over and look up Minute Physics on YouTube. Great channel, bunch of super entertaining videos. They're all very short too and like cool little illustration illustration ideas. But anyway, this guy's explanation for a solution to the grandfather paradox was essentially that like two timelines and he kind of in the video he it's it's easy to represent because he takes like this sheet of paper and then makes it a circle and then folds it to kind of represent that like two timelines are happening concurrently it's it's kind of hard to conceptualize unless you can see it kind of like what is that called like the double helix or whatever that's like the dna structure but you kind of know twisting yeah it's like twisting kind of so he just says all you got to do is just continue it out. And I, I'm I hope I'm going to get this right. I'm paraphrasing. I might butcher this, but try and follow me. So 100% he's like wrong. So he's like okay. So you travel back in time, kill your grandpa, and you're never born. But if you were never born, then your grandpa would have just kept living had either your mother or your father, then you would have been born, then you would have time traveled back to kill your grandfather. <laughs> so he just like he 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 takes it and he keeps going from the part where you kill your grandpa and he just like has it go forward. So he, like right because if you kill at your the grandpa, moment you, you kill were your, never born so yeah. you could never go back in time yes, to kill your grandpa. Yes. And then 
at the same time, you were always born and always time traveled to kill your grandpa. So it's like at the same time, you were so always this born and time traveled. a parallel travel. universe where you can go in and like it's just a parallel universe type like idea. yeah kind of so anyway I, i'm sure i butchered that but go look up the video on youtube it's it's really cool the way he explains it and it makes so much sense when i watch it but then trying to explain it, it's like really difficult but anyway i feel like i kind of derailed your thought i'm sorry well, I, no, I wanted to I touch mean, on that grandfather paradox thing real quick yeah, but well i was just gonna say we've we've i've brought up like going back in time to prevent something but if you go forward in time say we go 20 years from now and we see where we're at right like say just browsing is the number one podcast in the world we beat joe rogan into the dirt <laughs> you know he's shout a, out to future matt and zach yeah <clears throat> but or maybe it's not even us maybe we get fired and it's, it's a couple other guys we hired other guys to take over our jobs <laughs> and they got really famous <laughs> No, but what if you go 20 years in the future and you see what's happening, you know, and you're like, oh, well, I don't want this. I don't want my life to look like this, you know. What if you and Taya have, like, quintuplets? Oh, God. You know, followed by octuplets. So you end oh, up having, gosh. like, 48 kids because that's how math works. <laughs> yeah, 48 is how you get to that. But, you know, say you, like, go in time and you see that and you're like, oh, I don't want that, you know. that's And then you come back to present, you're going to alter your life choices based on what you were able to see in the future. Yeah. Therefore, what you saw in the future never actually happened mm -hmm. because you changed what happened in the present, or I guess yeah. it would be the past from when you went to the yeah. future. Yeah, so that's a good like, point. So I, mean, I, like, I, I, I think there's not a lot of movies that really deal with the time travel repercussions of going the opposite way. Most of the time, it's like you go from present to past, change something, and then come back and see what happens. In that example, it, you still deal with like similar ramifications, but you're going the other way. You're going into the future, seeing what's happening, coming back, changing something in the present to affect the future. And then that question then becomes so that also kind of touches on, um, you know, we were when we were talking about our free will versus determinism mm -hmm. discussion, and, and I kind of brought up the examples of like in a lot of famous like sci fi or fantasy stories, there's this concept of prophecy. Right where someone is like prophesized to become this person or do this thing, and then that kind of calls into question like, does that person really have free will or agency in their own decisions if they're always destined to do this thing no matter what? And then it be kind of become becomes really squirrely of like, do they only do the thing because you've told them they're going to do the thing, or were they always going to do the thing whether they were always oblivious to this prophecy or not? It's kind of like the whole that that whole idea becomes weird because like you said. Like, I go into the future, find out I have 48 kids, and I'm like, I don't want 48 kids. Travel back to the present and go get a vasectomy. Right, and then you don't <laughs> or have something. kids. And then I never have kids. And then your bloodline could die off after yeah. that. And but what does that mean for the future that I was in? Does that future still exist? And now there's just two versions of me, one that had 48 kids and one that didn't? Or was that future that – did I erase that future? Like, there's a lot of, like, questions that come or, into play. Well, yeah, I mean – Think so, so or say, or was that thing that I saw just like a vision, essentially, like kind of like a lot a lot of times, like characters in fantasy movies path, will, this is will have will they'll have these like prophesized visions of like this is going to happen in the future, and then you can make decisions in the present to maybe avoid that. Well, then what was that that you were seeing? You know, did that still happen to some version of you, or did that never happen because you changed what you did based on what you saw? Well, see, I think you got you can't look at it as that happened to a version of you because you don't know of the other versions of you that are out there. 
right? There, there's all these parallel universes that could exist, but we haven't proven that they exist yet. Well, but in the time travel one, there is, right? Because you would time travel to the future and see yourself in this situation, whatever right. it may be. But but you would be just seeing you. You wouldn't go to the future and be like, you know, I want to go see what I would be like. Like, the way I think I there's w- always two of you, correct? Because like, well, in time travel, there would be. Because if you go into the past, that's always how it's portrayed. Like, you could go into the like. Let's say you time traveled into the past a week ago from today, right? And walked in your front door. You, there'd be a version of you in here, right? There's, there'd be two of you. Right. Same thing for the future, right? Like whatever you're doing a week from now, you could time travel to that point and it'd be a you from a week from now and a you from today. But, but the future doesn't exist. But it does because you just traveled there though. But that's but that's what I'm saying though is if, if you travel forward in time, that time doesn't exist yet when you're traveling. So what is happening to your current version self does not exist in the terms of like it hasn't fully happened. So then you land in the future and in that moment, it's happened. But then if when you go back, because like the way I look at time travel is, I, I guess I look at it as you can't get stuck. So if you travel 20 years in the future, you're always going to come back to present. You're not going to be able to get stuck being a 27-year-old when you're 47. Because then there really would be two versions of you. You're always going to be a 47-year-old in that specific moment of time. Because yeah. I couldn't coexist with the 47-year-old version of me. But I'm just trying to figure out if you think, like, in terms of, like, the physicality of it, if you hopped in a box or whatever our time machine is going to be and you travel to the future in this very room and say, let's say you're still here for, for the sake of the argument. But let's say you're still in this house. I know. I know. But let's just say you're still here. Then I would there travel would be a two couple of days you, correct? from now. And- like, there would be, okay, yeah, let's just say a week from now. Let's just say a week from now. You're still going to be here, I'm, I'm presuming, in a week. Yeah, you never know. I could <laughs> run away. Um, but there, when you step out of the box, there's going to be a you from a week from now and the you who just stepped out of the box. There's going to be two of you occupying a similar space, right? It's not going to be like you travel to the future and you just kind of like open your eyes and you're inhabiting the same body, but it's your mentality from a week well, ago. But That's what I'm trying to figure out what you think. Well, but what if I travel? So I'm not following like what you're okay, saying. So, so what I'm saying is what if I travel to the future seven days, you know, like uh, I think it is um, Avengers where they can say, Hey, you're traveling back to this specific time, like date and time. Right, right, right. Yeah. So say I travel to, we'll just say, you know, we'll say your wedding day. Right. Well, say I travel to the thirty-first. Yeah. Right now, just to see how the wedding plays out, <laughs> and I and I'm there, but I'm not there. Like, what happens if something happened to me between now and then? My body now could travel to the future, but what if I die between now and then? You know, or what if I'm in a coma or something in the hospital? But I don't know that because I'm not traveling to that specific moment in time. Like I'm traveling. But there to- would still be. Two versions of you. There would be like you going through the time machine and the you who's in the hospital or whatever. Right, but but if I'm dead then... Or if you're dead, there's a dead version of you. And then there's just you from now, two weeks from now. Right, so to me that's not a version though because a dead body isn't a thinking, living being so i would yeah but there's still there's still you there's the what i'm trying to say is like there's the version of you who lived those two weeks already died right and then there's the version of you from right now who just boop jumped two weeks so there's still two of you there just one of them happens to be dead right this morbid scenario you came up with well i'm I'm just trying to use an example where the the body is not there so if i show up in two weeks and say you could see me and you're like 
dude, we just buried you. And I'm like, I'm here. Like, what do you mean you just buried me? I wouldn't know that I was dead. Right. Yeah, no. Because there's two of you. Are right. we saying the same thing? I think we are, but we're understanding <laughs> each other differently. But I'm saying, like, what, like, in my ideas, like, you move, like I said, with going back to Rome, where you can exist with people, but you don't, like, exist with people, more or less. So I'm saying if... So, yeah, so I guess we got to figure out, like, if so it's... So here's a good example. Harry Potter and Prisoner of Azkaban. I wanted to get Hermione to that example brings in point, her... Yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but I wanted to buy yeah. one when I was younger. When she goes back in time and mm-hmm. they say you cannot be seen because there's two versions mm-hmm. of themselves at that right. current moment. So, yes, they follow their tracks and they're like, you know, and then she hits Harry with a rock, but she's right next to Harry. Yeah. You know, so it's it's probably exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Because that's how go, I envision it. Like, whether it's the past or whether it's the future, there's still going to be two of you in that moment. There's the you who's living in that moment and then there's the you who time traveled there. Right. So... So I guess if we go back in that moment, they can't be seen because they, like they said, you know, they'll think you've gone mad. Yeah. So because yeah, we, no one knows what that what happens if like you right. see so, so a we, future version of yourself. Right. So we don't know what happened if they were to go in and see everything. Mm-hmm. Right. So it becomes one of those. Okay, but then they go right back to the current time. Mm-hmm. But they go backwards in time. They don't go forwards in time. Yeah. So That's I guess a good question. Does that little device she have go forwards or only backwards? I don't know. I would assume it could only go backwards in time. See, the danger with the time travel discussion, one of the things I've always thought was kind of interesting to think about is like the only safe direction to go is backwards because you know what happened. Right, because you can't if Because like, what happens if you go forward and the world is gone? You right. know what I mean? Or like what happens if I go forward 20 years, I'm broke, you know, out on my own, like a homeless, you know, just nothing went right in my life. So I come back to present and I'm like, well, I can't let that happen. So then I go, you know, three days, I think, or Powerball's drawn on like Wednesday or Thursday. So I go two days in advance. I find out what the winning Powerball numbers are and I go get a Powerball ticket with those winning Powerball numbers. That future that I had no longer exists, like we were saying. But what changes with the fact, or maybe it does exist, and you blew and all your I money. Blew all my That's money. what I was just about to say. But it's one of those things, like same thing with the past. Is that fixed? Is that always going to happen, or can you change it? So it depends on what I, type of time travel we're talking about. So real quick, you 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 brought up Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, which um, is, first of all is an awesome movie, and second of all has one of the types of time travel that I that I jotted down here. So. There's, we already talked about, there's a version of time travel where you can change some things, but not others. The idea of like fixed events that are so big and influential to the rest of history that they have to happen no matter what. Then there's the idea that you can really change nothing because it's kind of a loop and you were always time traveling to begin with, which is the Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban idea. Because in that movie, when they start time traveling, you find out that the younger versions of themselves only survived the events they did because their future versions helped them out. Right. So there was never any version of them that went through those events without the aid of a time-traveling future self. Right. So then when you get to that future point where you can time-travel, you're always destined to go back in time, help your past self out, and then zip back to your time so that then the previous version of yourself can live through the events with your, with your aid 
get to where you're at now and then go back and help another previous version of yourself, if that makes sense. It's kind of like a loop. So there's like, because in that movie and, and in the book too, spoilers for Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, it's been out for like 15 years, but like Harry is being attacked by, I always get Death Eaters and Dementors mixed up. They're Dementors, Dementors. correct? Okay. He's getting attacked by the Dementors. He's like looking real bad, like he's probably going to die. And then this mysterious figure from across the frozen lake uses the Patronus charm, gets them all away, saves him, and then don't forget about Sirius. And then yeah, and Sirius, and then disappears. Right. But that's him from the future. So there's no. So he lived through that, and then gets to a future point where then he goes back in time to aid himself. Gets to that point and goes, oh, I'm the person who helped me. Now I get it. So there's there was never a version of him surviving those events initially without the help of his future self, which means it's like a loop. He was always time traveling back to help himself, if that makes sense. So there's that version too. Yeah, but I also think that there's... That loop eventually ends. I think there's... Well, you can kind of think about it a couple ways. Like, let's say the future version. So there's the two Harrys. Otherwise, I'm going to tell the future version of me to pick their shit up (laughs) and start helping me out a little bit more. There's the two Harrys. There's the future Harry and the past Harry, right? right? Future Harry, who did the Patronus charm and saved his previous self, has always gone back and done that. And then he goes back to his current timeline, lives out the rest of his life from that point on. The past version of Harry gets saved by the Patronus charm from the mysterious figure, lives a certain amount of time, and then becomes the figure who does the Patronus charm. Right. So, and then I, he moves on and lives the rest of his so, life. So and then based there's like on always that movie, like a, it's, it's like a day. Yeah. So there's always like this time period where like future Harry goes and saves his previous self goes back to his time keeps living and then the rest of the series happens and then the past Harry gets helped by future Harry lives a day or whatever the time frame is and then goes back helps his previous self and then he goes on and lives so it's almost like an assembly line of Harry's that's where like throughout time he's always there's this one little loop in time where like he's going back helping his previous self and then his previous self grows a little bit older goes back in time helps his previous self and then like just kind of like an assembly line that's yeah. the way I conceptualize it I would it. just have to think that that loop would have to eventually stop or here's the real mind bender when did it begin not when he was born because and- he never survived that without the help of like if he didn't if his future self didn't help his past self he would have died. So he never would have been able to help well, we his don't past know self that. anyway. Well, presumably. Let's say he does die. Well, then so, they stop at Prisoner of Azkaban. And so then the greatest movie series when ever did that start? How did he ever survive it in the first place without the help of his future self? That means there was always some version of his future self who had time traveled back to help him. So when did that, when did that start is the real question. Right, and it's is even possible to figure that out. But then you'd have to think at the end of the day, it ends. That that loop somewhere has to end as far as time goes. Because he time traveled, right? So we're, we're, yeah. we're, we're specifically talking about this concept of time travel, which means there's not going to be me going into the future and then coming back, and or, or I guess going in the past and helping myself out in the future by you know doing these certain things. Because I don't have a time travel machine to do that. Mm-hmm. So the concept, in my opinion, is, yeah, maybe you loop yourself. But when you maybe achieve that goal, then you, you keep going forward without mm-hmm. having that loop. Because if you don't time travel, then there would never be a loop for you to go back or forward to help yourself. Yeah, but I think, I, and I agree with you. 
But I think the part that gets me really confused is like he never survived it in the first place unless there was time travel. So it's like how did he survive one time to time travel back and help his previous self out to start the loop? Because if he, if he can't survive without a time travel person helping him, then how did he ever survive to time travel back to begin with? It becomes like this weird paradox. Well, right. I think it, I think mind it gets, bender. Thing. I think you get kind of blinded by the concept of the movie and the ideas that happen in it because we know the outcome of everything. Yeah. But I so think- here, an, another example. Have you ever seen the movie Looper? While we're on the subject of I, this I've form seen of time travel, bits and pieces, but I wasn't really like intrigued. So it's on Netflix now. I, I would highly recommend it. It's actually a super dope movie. But that movie plays with time travel and the idea in that movie is everything becomes a loop so the simple sort of plot explanation for that one and again spoilers for looper which has been out for several years now but the plot idea in that one is like in the world of joseph gordon levitt's character it's in the near future from where we're at but time travel has not been invented yet but he works for an organization that 30 years from his time time travel has been invented and then it gets like outlawed, I guess, by the governments, but criminal organizations still use it because criminal organizations still use things that are outlawed all the time. Right. Um, what they do is if they want someone killed, they'll capture their future self, send them back in a time machine, have their prior self kill that future self. And then what happens is that person then gets locked into a loop where... If they'll you always go back in time, yeah, and then they'll come back and they'll go back. And yeah, come back if and you back. are so it, they kind of dude. Imagine living to fifty like forty different times. Yeah, like they, I'm two hundred years old. At this they kind of they kind of show it as like they they'll tell the prior self person to go stand in a certain place with like a shotgun aimed at an area, and then the person just appears at whatever time. Like they have a stopwatch, they know exactly when it's going to happen. The person just appears there. They always have a bag over their head because so you can't see your future self and like hesitate. Right. They shoot their their future self, collect all this gold as their payment or whatever, burn the body, and then now they've been looped. So then you live out the next 30 years. Until you go back. And then you get captured, sent through a time machine, and the younger you from 30 years ago shoots you and kills you. So you're always going to be stuck in this 30-year loop of like you get to live out this 30 years, you get sent back in time, murdered by your prior self, and then that younger self lives 30 years, gets sent back in time. It's kind of crazy. And then like... I guess I won't get into the spoilers. You should just watch the movie because they, they kind of deal with a way of breaking out of it. But um, I thought that was a really cool way to explore that type of time travel because to me, the loop one almost makes the most sense out of all of the types of time travel because you can just kind of follow it through logically to me. I don't think you can logically follow anything with time travel. Well, through. that is true. And it's funny... Um, we can, unless you have some more thoughts on the loop one, I wanted to touch on some of the other ones. Cause what I was just going to say is when you were saying like, you can't really follow anything logically with time travel. That is really true. Like if you try and like, I challenge anyone out there to watch the movie tenant and explain to me exactly what the fuck's going on in that movie. It is so dense and so hard to explain. And it, it's because it deals with time travel and it's because it's the guy who made interstellar and inception taking an idea in physics and being like, what happens if we could reverse entropy which is I like mean, have time flow the opposite direction and like what what does that happen if you if you're moving f- forwards like for you but the rest of the world's moving backwards and it's right. like what the fuck's going I, on i could see and maybe this is me just like trying to act like i'm a big brain you know like 
fucking who knows what. Some egghead. Just, just yeah, some some ist at the end of my name. Yeah. <laughs> some <laughs> but, ist. <laughs> but, I mean, if you, the loop one would be the most logical one based off of my concept of time travels. It, 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 we made clocks to travel in a circle, which is a loop. It repeats itself every single day. The same exact time will always be there the next day. We made calendars, but does the, the year really matter? Well, it does based on us looping around a sun. The day is us looping around ourselves and our poles. Yeah, the day is Earth rotating. Rotating. Its axis, and, yeah. and the year is us rotating around mm-hmm. the sun. <clears throat> Which, speaking of this, real quick blurb on space because I've gotten really into this space page now. Okay, the universe or like our solar system is constantly moving. Yeah, because so like, isn't it orbiting? It's like within the Milky Way, right? But so we're spiraling like this. Yeah. So like it's like DNA. Like you know, slower planets are like lower, while like faster ones are obviously closer. Yeah. And it's like a fascinating thing with how fast they say that our solar system is currently moving. Yeah. But it. <laughs> My concept is we're looping. We're constantly in this rotation Yeah. that now I know scientifically if we were to stop and start going the other way, we'd all just fly off the planet and it would be, it'd be, utter chaos, it'd be game yeah. over. <clears throat> but that concept of looping would fit with our reality of everything is currently going in a circular motion. Yeah. I mean, think about, you know, like a timeline to me is like a daily timeline is going to be the exact same timeline. Monday through Friday for someone with the same exact job, you know, maybe the events in that timeline are a little bit different, but the timeline itself will never change from 8 a.m. until 4 p.m. you're working, mm-hmm. you know, and then the next day, 8 a.m. Like, so the looping, I can like, I can see how that would be the most logical as far as something happening, but then it comes to that time travel is not logical because yeah, it's just not like, well, how, how would we achieve it? Yeah. How, how do we, achieve, maybe we have to stop the earth from spinning the right direction and go the other way. Yeah. And then maybe we achieve time. What, what if we have to bring the solar system back down the pathway we're on to time travel? Mm, big hmm. brain. Did you ever hear of speaking of like weird ways that time travel could be displayed? Did you ever hear of like, I don't know if this happened in a comic cause I don't think he's ever done this in one of the movies from what I understand. But Superman was able to time travel one time because he like flew up into space and flew around the Earth and reversed. He's so fast that he reversed the Earth's axis the opposite direction. He just killed everyone on Earth. And somehow he was able to go, go back in time. That that one seems like the least plausible to me. But hey, it's a Superman comic. So we like can I do said, what I we want. Like I said, I think science has debunked that because we would... Unless you could spin I think that Earth, would, that would like destroy everything. I think I don't think it would. I just think even like time. the smallest measurement of time of the Earth switching from you know going right to left to left to right would just throw everybody off. Like yeah, beep, well, and we'd all just be gone. And I don't think really, if you think about that idea, it doesn't make a ton of sense because it's like okay, you're reversing the Earth in which direction it's spinning, but everything else outside of the Earth is still flowing in one direction. You know what I mean? It's not like everything else stopped and went backwards too. Right, you'd have to go to the sun. That, that doesn't make do any that. sense. Like, so you'd have to go fly around the sun fast enough to yeah. change its orbit, and then you just have a bunch of planets go. Pew, yeah. Well, and then what off. happens if you were able to reverse our solar system's time, but not anything outside of our solar system? Like, what happens then? 
<laughs> could you imagine that, that one doesn't make any could sense you imagine being like in another galaxy somewhere and you just see like the milky ways like coming closer and everyone there's like yeah like they're gonna come join us and all of a sudden it's like nah just kidding it starts reversing we're going back in time and they're like wait where are they going <laughs> they're like all right we gotta go that's how the 1950s happened with all the alien spacecraft the aliens saw the milky way reversing and so they had to fly in here and big brain <laughs> really not following you for a second you're like that's how the 1950s happened and i'm like what that was when all like the alien you know you mean it happened after the 40s is that what you mean like (laughs) i was very confused it happened before the (laughs) 60s 70s 80s 90s and 2000s oh man okay so we've touched on two of the um types of time travel that i jotted down i have four jotted down but obviously there's more that have been used in and again guys like this is to anyone who's listening, it's not real. So these are like types of time travel that could exist according to screenwriters in Hollywood and like people who write sci-fi books. So well, maybe t- it exists for them, but not us. Yeah, maybe we're too poor. So we have talked about you can fix some things, but not others. The idea of fixed events—that's one type. Um, we've talked about you can't really change anything because it's a loop. And then another one—I think I'm going to cover this one first, and then we can go to the other one because. This one is like, I would say, the most conceivable in terms of something that we could actually achieve. And we touched on this at the very beginning, and you you did with Interstellar. And that's the idea of time dilation. So this is not the most fun one to think about because it's not like you're jumping back and forth between now and the past or now and the future. It's really just the idea of, in physics, if you were... like they, They have the idea of like the twins experiment. If you had identical twins, the same age, everything, like they look totally identical... You put one of them in a rocket ship or a spaceship, shot them off into space, and they were able to travel either at or very, very near the speed of light, some vast distance away from Earth for some period of time, and then they turned around and came back and did the same thing. Time will move slower for the person who is moving at the speed of light or near the speed of light than it will for the person who's still here on Earth. So conceivably that person could be gone for, and I'm picking these numbers totally arbitrarily, but let's say it's like six months for them. They come back. It's been 20 years for their twins. So conceivably you could have identical twins who one's only age six months, one's age 20 years. Now that would be like a really extreme example, but this is something that they've actually proven with like, they've taken these certain clocks. Like I forget what they call these clocks, but there's like certain clocks that are like the most down to like the, I don't even know if it's milliseconds or if there's something like nanoseconds, like whatever's the smallest measurement of time, it's the most accurate clock in the world. And they've had like one, they set them to start like pinpoint exactly here on earth at the same time. So they're moving at the same rate, right? They take one up into space and they have one down here on earth and they can actually, like they'll bring the one that was up in space back down and they can measure, there's a measurable difference. It's not very much, because you haven't gone very far away from Earth, but the clocks will be slightly but, different. So the, they've literally proven the idea of time dilation. So that's something that science fiction people have taken and run with, like the idea of Ender's Game of like, you know, he travels thousands and thousands and thousands of light years away from Earth, and he's been alive for like 3,000 Earth years, but to him it's been like 10 years. You know see, what I mean? So I think that... Same thing in Interstellar, like you mentioned. To me, that's not necessarily time travel. Yeah, like it's, that's not it's, it's not the most fun one to talk about. It's more about. a concept of time. It's like stretching time, basically. Right. It, you can like stretch it, right. essentially. So it's, it's a concept of what we can eventually do with time. Yeah. But we have to first get 
to travel at the speed of light. Yeah. So that's the one, that's the only type of quote unquote time travel that I think we could conceivably get to at some point, because if we find some sort of technology that allows us to travel at or near the speed of light, granted, we don't have that ability now, but let's say we do in 500 years, then we could do that. I mean, if we sent people off of earth thousands of light years away and they traveled at the speed of light, if they came back, there would be some severe time dilation. Like they, Literally not no a lot one of time on earth would be yeah. alive from when they left. Yeah. Like not a lot of time would have passed for them. It would have felt like maybe, I don't know, a couple of years and then they come back and it's been thousands of years of earth time or whatever. So that could conceivably be possible with certain technological advancements. Cause I could see us getting like, again, a, a lot of these are like very dependent on, if Yellowstone doesn't blow up and wipe out the whole world, if we don't get hit by a fucking comet, if we don't nuke ourselves, if a virus doesn't wipe everyone out, like if all of those things don't happen, and let's say the human race continues to advance at the same rate we're advancing now for another several thousand years, maybe we do get to where we can well, travel at light speed. Well, let's just Who knows? get a time machine and go to the future and see what happens. <laughs> right. But like, like we were talking about at the beginning, for all these other types of time travel, to go backwards... You'd have to have some mechanism. Something's going to have to happen with our understanding of physics that shatters our understanding of what we know now. And I think the issue... Or else it's just not possible. I think the issue with it is, is there's nowhere to start. Yeah. How do I go back in time? I don't know. Yeah. How do you even like, go about that? The smartest people out there don't even know how certain things that are that do exist exist yeah. let alone how right now you know, how yeah. are we supposed to find out something that i don't think will ever exist because i don't think you can physically move me to a, another time period yeah well like i, I think, said we could vr time yeah. travel i think there's like one thing that i could maybe maybe see us getting to is like you could like have a window you could peek through into the past but then I feel like it's a whole other thing entirely to say we're going to take this physical form of matter and move it backwards through time. Which, you know what I mean? To me, that's and the concept of time is not looking. Yeah, yeah. In, in not the saying past. like, hey, you could look through this window and you can see twenty years ago or two thousand years right. ago. But like, hey, you can actually go and go 2000 walk years ago. on yeah. the streets, go yeah. interact with people. Or go walk in front of a T-Rex while it's devouring right. a carcass or whatever. You and know? you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have gone this far <laughs> Take back. me back. Take me back. <laughs> what if you went to, like, they don't know the exact day that the asteroid hit. Like, what if you, like, get there and you're like, ah, beautiful. Oh. Yeah, you look up in the sky you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, guys? Wrong day. Uh, Wrong day. <laughs> uh, it's broken? You're like, all right, well. Someone's going to find my uh, human remains. Someone's going to be very confused in 60, 60 million, million years. <laughs> Could you imagine? Someone's like, we just found 60 million year old human bones. Like, there's only one set, though. You're like, what the fuck does this mean? This was the first person ever. Imagine you're, that person was actually alive, though, and they're sitting there like, I can't tell anybody. <laughs> they like do a DNA test, and they're like, these are your bones. And you're like, crazy. <laughs> From 60 million years ago. Okay. Well, um, so that one's not as fun. No. But it is technically a but form that's of the time most travel, realistic and that's one. the most realistic is time dilation. So, by the way, if anyone out there listening to this is like me and they kind of like to just get nerdy about this stuff and read up on cool concepts, get just nerdy Google with it. Na, 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 na. time dilation and just start reading stuff, or like go to YouTube and type in time dilation and just have fun. Trust me, or go read a book. Read a fucking book. 
Um, okay, the last type of time travel that I think is the most fun and has probably been used the most is the idea that you can change everything, right? So we've already covered you can't change anything. You can change some things but not others. There's the idea in time travel that you could change literally everything. And then the idea becomes, the question then becomes, okay, are you then splitting time off into multiple timelines, which is sort of the idea of the Avengers Endgame spoiler alert, <laughs> idea of like they go back in time and pluck these of these infinity stones from various points throughout their history, right? Well, they've now, while, once they've done that and brought them back to their timeline to use them, those other timelines have then branched off into other realities where, like take a perfect example. If they go back to 2012 during the attack on New York for, with Loki and the Chitauri or whatever they're called, steal the Mind Stone and the Space Stone like they did in Avengers Endgame and then go back to 2023 or wherever the movie's set, then 2012 does not play out the way that it originally did, right? Because those future Avengers didn't come back originally and jack those Time Stones. Right. Those time or those those Infinity Stones were around for several years before they really got like super involved in the action. So there's a different branch of that 2012 timeline where now those Infinity Stones are not there. There's no Space Stone and there's no Time Stone. So what happens with that timeline now that that's happened? Same thing for if you go to back to I think it was like 2014 when Star Lord's trying to initially steal the what is that the Power Stone. Yeah, the purple one. And then they jack it from him. They like knock him out and jack it from him. There's then a, a split off of that one where he never stole the Power Stone. Ronan never tried to get it. They never tried to stop him from destroying Xandar. All this other stuff. Like what is, That's a totally different branch now. And then what Hulk was saying or Bruce Banner was saying to... I sound like such a fucking nerd talking about yes. this. What, what he was saying to... Uh, what's, her, what's her name? Like the old one or the mystical one or... The old one or the mystical one? Um, Doctor Strange is like mentor before oh, he becomes know. the Grand Wizard or whatever the fuck. Um, Just call her the Grand Wizard at the one, the the, the Grand Wizard. Um, she she's like you can't take our Infinity Stone, our Time Stone, because then that leaves us defenseless here in our timeline. He's like, well, we're gonna go back and once we've won and we've used them, we'll travel back in time and replace them here, therefore cutting off all these branches that split out. That's how he conceptualizes it. Remember, there's like that scene where yeah. they're drawing the little lines because he air really had to like plead with her. To yeah, like because she like punched him into the astral plane and like basically kept him prisoner there yeah. until he was like could like explain to her logically like this is why we need right. them. And he's like, yeah, but we're gonna win. And she's like, well, what if you don't though? That he, was her big thing. And he's like, like, no, but we we do. He's like, like we he's like we have to. And she's like, well, what if you don't? <laughs> then you don't exist either. And then he had to explain to her like, well, Doctor Strange gave up the time stone because he saw into the future and yada yada yada. So that's just one example of you can change everything. And to me, the way it makes the most sense. I mean, Back to the Future. Those movies played with this idea a lot. The way it makes the most sense is you are splitting off into alternate realities. There's like the one timeline. So at a certain point, there's just one timeline. Right. You go back, change something drastically, like killing your grandfather or making sure your parents don't ever meet or whatever. Something drastic to either your life or to a bunch of other lives. Like you prevent the John F. Kennedy assassination or you prevent 9-11 or something big. 
there's now always your original timeline. And then now there's like new branches where this thing, this crucial event never happened. And now it's spawned off into this other sequence well, of events. So I would, I would look at it as, and I'm going to go into a dark time, but Hitler's never born. Yeah, or like the classic killing baby Hitler right. conversation. That right, or, or Hitler gets into art school and doesn't turn yeah. into yeah. be this, yeah. you know. The Fuhrer or whatever. Right. There's six million, six million, six million, you know, Jewish people that aren't mm-hmm. captured and murdered. Yeah. But then there's, what, like 100 plus million people that aren't killed throughout World War Two or across the world. Mm-hmm. So that's you'd have what like a hundred and six plus million new timelines form based yeah. on that. Because then you got to think, how many people have you interacted with, and how many things have you done throughout your life that that has affected other people? So, and then multiply that by six million people. You know, like how many how many different things are going to happen because six million people are now alive versus now when previously they were dead? Like how many different versions of that? does that look like although you can think about it as just one branch if you were looking at it like bird's eye picture it's just one branch so now you have two there's one where hitler does become the fuhrer world war ii does happen everything happened the way we know it throughout our history and then there's this new branch now where he didn't become the fuhrer world war ii didn't happen all those people lived and then now what does that look like right so then within that branch there's like infinite different things that went differently than in the original version. Right. But the idea, in my opinion, of time travel would be going back in time, changing something, and coming back to the present, where what you changed had an outcome on everything that you skipped over. Mm -hmm. So if we go back in time and Hitler goes to art school, doesn't become the fear, World War II never happens, you know, 100 plus million people have their lives, that doesn't happen. What does happen? That... Mm -hmm. From World War II, the Cold War wouldn't have necessarily started. Vietnam might not have happened, you know. Or do we get World War II that happens in the 60s, 70s, 80s? Right. Right? So it becomes, my idea would be you go back, you change something. Okay, great. You saved 100 plus million people from a, what, five, six year long event. But between 45, 46 and current, when you come back to current, what's going to change? I could come back to current my parents might not have gotten married mm-hmm. because my grandma and grandpa might not have met each other. Yeah. You know, like it changes so much that we could come back and we don't exist anymore because of what we change. Well, that's what I was just about to touch on is like if it's not different realities, because I think the way it most makes sense to me is that it's different timelines if you change stuff. But let's say it's not. It's hard for me to conceptualize depending on what you change. Like say you change something as big as like what we're just talking about, World War II. And when it happened and how it happened. And let's say you come back and like you said, like, okay, you, you, you go, you do through some sort of time travel trickery, you talk Hitler into going to art school. <laughs> and you're like, I'm done. I did my job. You right. zip back he, in your time machine. He got accepted. We're yeah, good. <laughs> we're good. You zip back in your time machine back to wherever you came from. If it's not multiple realities, and let's say due to what you just did, your grandparents never met, which means your parents never met, which means you were never born. It becomes how are those, you there then? Right. You know what I mean? So, so it becomes one of those things, though, is like they say, if you go back in time, you can't change history. Right. Right. And, or people say now, like, if we don't listen to history, history will repeat itself, mm-hmm. which I firmly believe in. 
Oh, there's myriad examples of that, yeah. So if you go back and you change history, because it's already happened in time, you will end up eliminating yourself. So Yeah, to to me that's the most conceivable explanation if there's not multiple realities. If it's just one timeline and you change it to where you were never born, you're going to come back and find yourself... I don't know. You disappear, right. so, or so, I don't so know what happens. Maybe in very few cases, if say say I went back and I changed everything, but nothing happened in my family right. history. Yeah, yeah. With with doing that, I would come back and I would be here, but you might not be here. Right. And I'd be like, well, wait, where's Zach? And yeah. then someone comes in. Oh well, you know, you know, his mom and dad never met because yeah. his grandpa, you know. Ended up not going into the military or whatever, and yeah. ended up being a you know a blacksmith down in yeah. Texas and meeting some other lady. Yeah, and I'm like, well, where are all my other friends? And like, sit down. We gotta tell you this whole story. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, so I'm the only one of everyone that I ever knew that is still here. Yeah, that could be conceivable. Yeah, and but then mm-hmm. my idea would come. Well, what changed for the people in my life? Yeah, right. So what like, happened to them then? Yeah. So like you were never born or existed, so you nothing changed. But who are my brother's friends? Who are my mom and dad's friends? Like who do I know? Who are our family friends? Like well, and then that comes. What that, world do I come back? That to? becomes a really trippy idea of like almost like a time ghost. Because then what happens to me in that scenario? If I was never born, when you come back, then. then would I have a concept of you? Right. Then why do you still remember me if I never existed kind of thing? Like, did I exist and you erased me or... Or maybe I'm what? in a mental like, how, institution how does... I'm thinking of <laughs> right. Right. friends I talk to. So that, that's why, like, in, in this idea that you can change you can change anything and it has repercussions on the future, um, the only way it makes logical sense to me is if you have multiple branches and multiple timelines. Because then it's like you can always track, okay, there's this one this one timeline we started with and now we went back and we changed all this shit and now here's all these branches and you can follow right. how it changed the course of events. Or, kind of. or the only way I could... So then there's like you end, up with, you end up with kind of our many worlds theory of like there's many, potentially many different versions of you and, and even timelines where you don't even exist. But then... Because you're a time traveler, which one can you travel to and from? Oh, that's a good question. Can you jump can branches? Can you jump branches? Because say we go back and Hitler doesn't exist. So all of that happens. That's yeah. one branch. But then we come back to the one where he does exist because that's the life we know. Yeah. But I'm like, well, I want to go see what happens up here. Right. Can you jump to can that Can I one? come yeah. jump back to this timeline? Like say this timeline pauses. So I live out 30 years here. And I'm like, well, this sucked. And I'm like, I'm going to go back <laughs> to being 27 and this timeline. You know, like, how do you could could you jump to different branches? Because yeah. if you can't, how do you know what your right? How do you like, know what the outcomes were? Yeah. Like, say you could change it, but then you go back to current, but you don't know what the outcome was. So, like, we go back, we stop Hitler, but we really don't know what happens because when we come yeah, back to our reality, it's just it's, everything happened the way we everything know it. happened yeah. the way we know it. So then it becomes one of those you didn't change anything. Yeah, because according to what you can see, nothing changed. Right. So, but for some other timeline, everything changed. Or what if there's the concept of you go back in time and you change something. So we, we change, you know, Hitler goes to art school and doesn't become the fear. World War II never happens. But you are then stuck in that time. Right. And then you have to live out and see what happens. So you now. live out. You don't exist. So, like, I become a 27-year-old in the year 1930. <laughs> yeah. In, in Germany or whatever. In Germany or whatever. <laughs> wherever I'm living. Yeah. I become, you know, part of that time frame. And I'm like, well, wait a second. 
and but I don't have parents. I'm like an orphan in the time frame. Yeah. And then you're like, well, oh, I have to create my own history. Like, oh, yeah, that becomes a really... Because then what happens if you meet someone in 1930 and have a kid with them? <laughs> right. Then what happens if my kid... What does that mean? Right. So I have a kid with someone in 1930, you know, and then... What if you're your own grandpa? <laughs> dude, we, that would be... You go back in time and create your own family line. Yeah. You're your own great, but great, great grandpa or something. Then think of this. What if that happens and your child or your great grandchild meets like your actual like mom or dad. So like what if my great grandchild was my dad <laughs> and he meets my mom? Yeah. And that's... Then I am born when I am born. Like, <laughs> that's really like, it's a trippy concept, but trippy and kind of gross to think about. Well, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to use like other like random examples cause it's going to be hard to follow, but like that could be like, a, a lot I mean not logical but that could be a logical yeah. way to go back in time and change something but you have to live out that outcome mm-hmm. in the present like you can't you can't go back and change something so drastic that like that would change the world dude okay here, here's something I just thought about so we bring up a good point of like can you jump branches if you're if you're splitting off branches of realities can you jump branches that's one question another one is when you're time traveling, so let's say like you in, in this scenario, you time traveled back, changed something, another timeline branched off, and then you like lived out some time in this other branch to see what happened, some period of time, let's say five years. Are you able to when you then hop back in your time time machine and travel back to that initial point, and then somehow hop back to like where you were in your timeline? Are you still aging this whole time or can you take years off your life as you time travel? That's an interesting idea. I would assume from where you leave present, if you go back to that time, you go back to that time. So like if it's But there's always this you who's let, let's say there's there's the time traveler you and then there's this you that's existed at all these different points, right? If you're hopping around all these different points, whether it's in the future, whether it's in the past, whether it's a different timeline, whatever. Let's say you've done this for some period of time. Right. And then you come back to where you originally started. You've been aging this whole time, right? So the way I would look For at however it however long you've been time traveling. I would say no. I would say your your body doesn't age, but your mind has gone through that extra like 30 years. Oh, that years. would be fucking trippy. So, so we go back and we fight in this, the, not the Civil War, the uh, Revolutionary War. We beat Britain and everything. You're like, yeah, hooray. And then you're like, all right, screw this. I don't want to live in the 1760s. You know, I want a toilet. I want running water. I want, <laughs> I want food. Indoor lights. I want yeah. cheeseburgers. Like, yeah. And you're like, okay, I'm going to go back in time to, or I guess go forward in time to, to my, where I my came present from. self. Yeah. I would say you live now and you have that experience, but you're physical being does not age because that's what i what i always like to consider because it it seems like in time travel movies they don't ever really touch on that part of it because it seems to me like to you your body like let's say at a cellular level like growing a beard your hair growing your fingernails all that kind of stuff like your your body is still moving forward in time in a way on a cellular level as you're jumping around in time so even if you go back in time and you got out and you lived for like 20 years and you're like, you see yourself getting older and getting gray and getting wrinkly or whatever. And you're like, fuck this. 
I'm going to get back in my time machine and go back to where I was. What if you get out of your time machine and come to find out that like you can't reverse the aging that your body has gone through? You can just jump to different points. I think, I don't know. See, this is where like that it becomes more of a mind game because if you go from 2021 back to 1776 – and then live for 30 and years. And then you live for 30 years, but you go back to 2021. Right. Your 2021 self never changed. Yeah, but then there's going to be... That comes back to what I was asking you about earlier. Is like, when you come back, is there a you that's already there? And then you who's getting out of the time machine is 30 years older? So there's like, there's like a you from the time you left and then a you who's been time traveling who's now aged 30 years. But, oh, no. I, see, I don't know because I think <laughs> if you leave from 2021 and you go back in time, like I guess it depends on – because if, if you leave in 2021 and you go back in time, the person that would be here in the room got in the time machine and, and left. Oh, My physical true, being true. would be gone. So they're not here right <laughs> so now. So if I jumped into a time machine right now and you stayed here – and I went back, and then I lived there for five years, and I come back. That could have been like five minutes. Yeah. And I come back, and I'm like, like, what if I, I come back as myself? I'm like, dude, I literally just fought in the Revolutionary War. Like, it was insane. <laughs> and you're like, what? And I'm like, yeah. Crazy. And like, for how long? And you're like, for five years. And I was like, yeah. I was gone for five years. Like, we won, and yeah. then, you know, we fought again, and then, you know, we won. Yeah. And then I went fishing, and like, this happened. And you're like, no, it didn't. And I'm like. But like I lift up my shirt and I got like a bullet hole. Like right, right, you right. Physically could be scarred, but, but I don't know. But if do you, would- you when that's this is easier for me to conceptualize. Okay, so now when you step out of the time machine, do you still look like you, or have you aged? That's what I I want to know. Like what you're gonna look like. Because I feel like your body's still gonna be aging. So you really have the limits of your own lifespan. But you can still time travel to different points in time. Because, like, let's say you lived in the past for 70 years. When you come out, you're not going to be 26-year-old Matt. You're going to be in your 90s or you're going to be 100 or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, so right? Like, you're still going to be mean, aging this whole time. The idea would be that. But at the same time, I'm going in it. As, so so maybe maybe this will be or does like the act, idea. Or does the act of, like, time traveling... Reverse any aging and put you back to what you looked like when well, you initially were there. Maybe, and, and then, like you said, it's all just you remember 30 years worth of stuff. Maybe what it is, though, is I travel as a 27-year-old from current. I'm only gone five minutes of present time. So when I come back to present time, I'm five minutes older. Oh, okay. So then it matters of like when you hop back into your timeline. Right. So, like if, so say <clears throat> a year in time travel is five minutes of our time yeah i go for 30 minutes which is 30 years i come back and i'm like dude i had a whole family like yeah all this, this stuff life, played yeah. out but in reality i was gone for 30 minutes and you're like dude i was really bored sitting yeah because I, I timed it i watched back. an episode of the office and then you came right back. And, and you're like so what happened and i'm like well, so you've I aged like 30 shot, minutes but you lived 30 but years. i lived 30 years mm. Because so, your presence, like to me, I would go, it would be like a Benjamin Button type yeah. travel in my opinion. I would go back there and I would be, if you think about it, if I time travel back to 1776, I'm not even a thought. I'm not even a cellular thought. So right. I shouldn't necessarily exist in that time. Yeah. But I do. But you do. But I'm existing as a 27-year-old already. Yeah. And I have knowledge that none of these people would ever know. Mm-hmm. You know, so and then if you lived there for a while, 
you would conceivably be aging because you're not time traveling while that, you're there, except for forward, like right. everyone else does. And then when you get back in your time machine and travel back, does it does the time machine take off all those years of aging or does it not? Do you come out and you're like... I think it would have to because I didn't travel forward in time. Yeah. So what, what I traveled to had already happened. You know? So like... If maybe I do. This gets tra- so confusing to talk about. But but we'll say you travel back to like you know, seventeen seventy six or, or or back when we're fighting Revolutionary War and you travel back with like a an AR fifteen. Yeah. And like a thousand rounds, and you're like, don't worry, boys, I got us. And I post <laughs> I up us. in a tree, and and everyone's like doing a like yeah with their marching, muskets and shit. And I'm just like, yeah, whatever, like lock and load, and yeah, you you mow down like three British brigades and. <laughs> And they're like, what's going on? And you're sitting there in a tree just like laughing. You're like, man, this is easy. Like, yeah. And then you get back in your time machine and come back. And you're like, well, I, I, you know, I killed like 40,000 British soldiers. <laughs> I won the war single-handedly, yeah. you know, like all this stuff. And everyone's like, well, I didn't read about you in history. And you're like, well, yeah, I, I know. But I did go back and I did those things. Well, so in that scenario, you didn't actually end up changing anything or did you? Maybe I I was I guess just it depends. I was yeah. the winner of a battle. Yeah, maybe it was just one battle and it doesn't actually. They're like one crazy guy yeah. in one cabin held like, off the British for. We're not really able to explain it, but he somehow killed forty thousand. It was one against forty thousand, and he won. And I don't he won, know. and we don't know who he was. <laughs> yeah, but he killed forty thousand. He's also wearing real really weird clothes, and <laughs> the dude had like a helmet on. He had like body armor, like. It was insane. There's so, like lasers coming out of this house. One of the ones that I've mentioned since we've been talking is. The book and the show, 112263 by Stephen King, which I highly recommend to anyone who has not read it or watched the show. He kind of explains it in in that plot where he goes to this portal in the diner. Remember I mentioned like you can go through the portal in the diner and there's like a couple of rules he establishes at the beginning, which I think kind of help you kind of conceptualize it. One rule is like, you always come through the portal in the exact place at the exact same time. He has like a certain month and date and like down to the minute in 1958. I remember the year. I just don't remember everything else. But like you come out in this one spot like in the afternoon in some April day in 1958 in this one area every time, no matter what. And then when you – you can stay there for as long or as little as you want. If you come back through the portal – it's always, no matter what, only been two minutes in like real time. So like if you went through the portal, you lived from 1958 to 1968, you've experienced 10 years of time. I could be sitting there in the diner, sipping a cup of coffee. Two minutes from now, you'll come back through the portal and you're like, dude, it's been you 10 years. You will not fucking believe what just happened to me, all this kind of shit. I'm like, well, really? It's For me, it's been two minutes. You're like, I'm still waiting for breakfast. Yeah. Like they're not even done with my eggs actually. I'm like, oh, okay. But like... So it doesn't matter if it's you spend two minutes in the past or if you spend ten years. It's always two minutes of real time. And then, but does it matter what they alter in the past? Yes. Yeah, so that's what I was getting to just now. So then, those are like the two kind of established rules, and that's all they really know. And then they know that they can change things. But he kind of he encounters these guys. I, I don't really know how to describe them, but there's some sort of like I guess in this universe because Stephen King's got a lot of shit going on in his like interconnected universe. He's got but a lot of shit going on. In yeah. His- Interesting dude. Um, writes good books. Um, We'd love to have him on the episode. <laughs> he, there's these guys he encounters that seem to be like timekeepers almost because they're aware of the, – he explains – and I'm kind of giving away like the entire story. I'm sorry, but it's fucking awesome. You should still read it. Um, he kind of explains like the way this portal works is like there's these – when you pour a soda in a cup, 
there's like these bubbles that fizz and pop and that happens throughout time. So there's these certain spaces you could go to and there's like bubbles in time that haven't popped yet where the, it'll allow you to like go backwards and that's that's what this portal is kind of. It's very interesting. So anyway, these guys are like there, like some sort of an organization who oversees these bubbles like track who comes through if anyone does and sees what they do and then they have to keep track of what they change because like there's obviously like one way it happened originally and then there's this bubble if this person comes back through and they make an x on a tree okay well now there's only two versions not that big of a deal he made an x on a tree and went back but what if he prevents the kennedy assassination now you're like what the fuck all this other shit changed now i gotta keep track of this other shit so like he kind of explains it at the end like he's gone through this portal and spent a certain amount of time and come back and gone back through again like multiple times throughout the story and he kind of explains it at the end there's all these branches that these guys are now having to like monitor and monitor and like keep control of and anyway i won't spoil that because there's a lot of other stuff that i can't spoil but um that's kind of the way that i've always kind of conceptualized the whole time traveling and then changing things of like Okay, now you you now have the more you go back and do shit like that, the more branches you have. And at so, a certain point you're going to have like thousands if not millions of branches depending right. on how much shit you change. So what if you go back in time, but it's a guided, you know, so, so say say there's <laughs> like That's a, a field trip. Say there's time. like a, a father time yeah. out there that when you time travel he comes with you and he go, you know, he's like the all seeing eye for time and what happens in like history. And, and you go to do something. He goes, I wouldn't do that if I was you. Yeah. Or like, like I can't if, let you do that. Right. What if he yeah. guides you through and you go to do stuff and he goes, you can't do that. Yeah. And, and then like, or, or what if you go through and history is blocking you from doing it? Right. Like you go to change what Hitler did and he's like, you can't do that. Like you physically yeah. can't do that. Time won't let you. When you, you come yeah. through because time will not allow it. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean time will not allow it? And he goes, you asked to come back to 1939. If you wanted to stop this, you needed to come back to whenever Hitler was born in the 1800s. Yeah. And you're like, okay, we'll take me to that. And he goes, no, you cannot change. Yeah. Like that's, what if you can't harm anybody? Yeah, that that's um another idea from eleven twenty two sixty three is the idea that time is like fighting him depending on what he's trying to change. So like, for example, there's this he's trying to prevent I think someone who got killed in a hunting accident. Like he read about it in the paper, figured out when it happened, went back. It's like as a test, I want to see if I can prevent this right. and see what it changes. Well, he's like he makes all these preparations, buys all the stuff he needs, he gets a car. And, like, as he's on his way to prevent this thing, he gets a, like, flat tire. And then, like, as he's changing the tire, he gets the spare on. He gets all ready to go, keeps going down the road, and a tree has fallen in front of him. And a bunch of worker crews are, like, blocking the road. And like So that's what he means by, like, depending on what you're trying to change, depending on how, like, influential it's going to be to the future events, time's going to keep just throwing obstacles in your way to make it virtually impossible to change what you're trying to change. Yeah. I get, and, and that's what makes this story so exciting is like he's trying to change something as big as the Kennedy assassination. Like you can only imagine. And I could see how, how hard like, time fights back. Time so. could do that. Like not logically, obviously, but I could see how time could fight back and be like, these are all events that have zero 
impact necessarily on other people's lives. Yeah. At the present time of the that event happening, a tree falling on a road. It means a, a crew from like CDOT would have to go clean right. it up. That, right. That's all it means. They're doing yeah. their job. They're getting paid to do it. Yeah. Their life is, yeah. is going at, as it should. Mm-hmm. But your life going back in time, yeah, you're like, okay, yeah. well, now what else could happen? All of a sudden, an avalanche covers the road, and you're like, okay, well, there's no way for me to get – Right. I have to save this person in the next 45 minutes, and they're right. 45 miles away. Exactly. Because I got stopped by avalanche. everything. Yeah. You're like, I'm not going to do it. And then you read about it, and you're like, they died, and I couldn't yeah. do anything. Yeah. That's the like, idea in that book is like he gets the sense that time is like fighting him. I could see that because – It's kind of cool. It's a cool concept. I mean I truly think if there is time travel, I would go back in time and I'd want to experience things. But I could never change – you You would have this urge to, but because you don't know what would happen. It's the unknown. Like yeah. if you change something, you don't know – what's going to happen. So yeah, if what change, the butterfly effect is going to be. If you yeah. change history, you'd no longer, you might no longer exist. Mm-hmm. Like what if you change history? I come back to present and I like come back into my room and it's just a barren, like Mars looking wasteland because right. we've been in a nuclear war. Exactly. Because I changed it and we went to and a war in, in 1995, yeah. which was world war two. Yeah. And it was just a nuclear war mm-hmm. and everybody is now, you know, there's, it's like a, a book of Eli. Yep. That you come back and yeah. that's what happened and you're like, well, what? Yeah, well, and, I really fucked up. <laughs> and you're alive and you're like, dude, what did you do when you traveled? And I'm like, well, I just killed Hitler. <laughs> and you're like, who? Yeah. Like, you wouldn't know him. Yeah. but I'd, Hitler? And I'd be like, I killed a guy that killed like six million people and caused a war that killed 100 plus million people back in the 1940s. And you're like... Oh, well, we just had a nuclear war that killed 7 billion people. And I'm like, right. okay, so let me get back in the time machine yeah. and go back and unkill Hitler. Oops, I fucked that up. I'll go back. <laughs> but then how... So, okay, maybe this will be another question. If you go back in time and change something, say your time machine allows for infinite you know, trips to yeah. and from things. I go back and I kill Hitler and I come back and I realize it's a barren wasteland. Yeah. Can I go back in time and unkill Hitler? Yeah, I think so. I mean, because you can... Just redo it. I think it's just going to be multiple timelines like we were talking about. Because now there's going to be like an original timeline where World War II happened and Hitler was Hitler. There's going to be one where you killed Hitler and it became a nuclear wasteland. And then there's gonna, you're going to go back and undo that. And there's so going to be I a third leave. branch that something different happened. But if I unkill him, then I should go back to the normal one. I'm just reversing well, maybe, one branch. But maybe by changing, even if you avoid killing him maybe just by you being there again change something ever so slightly to where like maybe world war ii happens but the battles all occur differently or in different spots or involve different countries you know what i mean like it's still a third timeline where things happen differently so then for the sake there's always like your og timeline and then new ones so for the sake of being like a really like deep mind fucking situation no branches i go and i kill hitler i oh, come fuck. back barren wasteland Okay. I go back in time. I'm like, well, fuck. I can't have that happen because I ended up. That would mean that I ended up killing the seven billion people when I yeah. came back to the. You were, you were like in, indirectly I, responsible right. of that happening. So yeah. I go back into a time and I stop my future. So I go back a day before I kill Hitler. But you'd have to go back like a day before and that. And I happened. stop my yeah. future self. Like I walk in. I'm like, yo, dude, don't do this. And I'm like, why? And then all of a sudden, I miss my opportunity. And then we travel. I travel back. Or is there is there two of you there, or is there just one of you who has now traveled back a day before you tra- traveled back the previous time? 
Well, so I guess what would happen is I'd have to travel back a day or two previously, change Hitler's plans from when I previously went back. Oh, yeah. And then my plans Because then have you always... Has your other time traveling self always come back to that day two days ahead of when you just jump back to? That would be my guess is because (laughs) I went back in time and changed the course of history... I will then be now part you, of that history. Yeah. So then now you have to change yourself changing history. Right. So you if say you went back <laughs> in time every hour, there would be 24 of you every day in some different location that you decided to go back to. Oh, God. Could you imagine an army of me? That'd be a fucking nightmare. Just like storm well, then just walking out. It's like, just having to keep track of where you went and when, too. To be like, don't do that. Right. Or like, no, you're good. You're good. So, so that doing comes back doing. to like the Infinity Stones and them being like, we have to track exactly where they were down to the yeah. exact second so we don't yeah. alter anything. But if they're three seconds late, what if they alter something? Yeah. Right? So it becomes one of those like, you would have to go back to where you don't intervene with yourself, but you intervene with your your actions. Wow. That's fucking trippy. But see, that's a it's a fun... It's a better mind game to like think about then being like oh well it'll just be another branch it's like no there's no yeah. branches you go back in time and this is what you do yeah, you come that's, back and you're like fuck i gotta go that's what i think what makes I makes it hard is like if you say right off the right off the bat there's no branches you can't have branches then it's like what the fuck so if there's branches you can at least be like okay now it's like cards in a deck and like this card was the original one this card is when i changed this this card is when i changed that right. It's like easier to kind of keep track of. Whereas like if it's all just one, you keep coming back and doing different shit. Right. So say you go back, you you take Hitler away and you're like, okay, I'm never going to change something so big. So you're like, you know, or, or I go kill Hitler. I come back and I'm like, barren wasteland, nuclear war happened. I need to go back in time and undo what I did to make sure we all live the same path line. Going back before, I need to make sure me altering Hitler's path doesn't alter it so much that something else happens. Exactly. That exactly. like maybe I, I push him from my assassination into, you know, someone from Italy or Russia that then gets him. Like I have to make sure like I almost go in time and I tell him, Hey, you gotta go this way and I advise him until I get to a specific point in history where I know he's okay and then I dip and I'm like, Cause yeah, because then you could conceivably just be doing that over and over and over where you like keep coming back to and your point and being something like up. Fuck. It's still fucked up, and then you got to go back and be like, okay, <laughs> do this, and right. then come back and be like, oh, it's still messed up, and then go back. Right, like, I mean, you could go, do we end World War II and we drop two atomic bombs on Japan, or do we not end World War II? Yeah, because you'd have to, like, you would have to know what happened originally, and then make sure that happens again every time. Right. Down to like the, which is, is that even possible for a human? You would have to to be so in, in tune with history and what time you're going. Like, so if I, if you're like, I'm going back to 19 or, you know, December 6th, 1945 or, or whatever, you have to know exactly what happened throughout whatever you're going back to change. If you're just going back to chill and you're like, I'm just going to go kick it on the beach. And you're like, I'm, I have no, impact on anything around me then i think you're fine you're, you can just go back and yeah and chill or like you go back to pearl harbor on december 7th and you're like i know what happens but i can't change what happens i'm gonna go sit my ass on a hill far away from everything where i know i'll be safe but i'm, I'm gonna watch it happen yeah 
knowing I could have told people it was going to happen. But then that would change stuff drastically. But what changes in, in the, the war in the Pacific right. and, and World War II if I'm like, yo, y'all are about to be attacked in the worst attack on American soil. Yeah. You need to ready this. Yeah. Get, Here's what's going to happen. fuck out yeah. of Pearl Harbor and get battle ready because they're coming with everything to sink this entire fleet and they take it seriously and they go out there and Japan like is like oh we got surprise and they're like oh fuck we don't got surprise like yeah we're being attacked yeah like then now what, what do I change yeah. like do I come back in time and I'm like Did, what happened and you're like I mean because you, you have to make sure that America still gets involved in the war because of that event like maybe right. just being attacked but us knowing about it and thwarting the attack is enough to still get us involved. You'd have to make sure of that. Or do we end the war quicker because we have an entire yeah. Pacific fleet that is just already mobile and ready yeah. to go on the offensive? Like, yeah. you know, like it becomes one of those things you have to know the exact point you go to and that day and everything that happens to then be able to make sure what you did and you go back in time or, or go back to the future you you didn't alter history to where it yeah. completely changed. If you alter maybe one person's history, you're like, you know, hey, it's I probably I, not going to change everything. You're like, but. I took my wallet back to, you know, what uh, I took my wallet back to 19, you know, 34 or whatever. I gave a dude a hundred dollar tip, which to them would be like, dude, I could buy like a mansion with this. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I couldn't even buy gas with it. <laughs> I altered one person's history, which might alter other, but that's not like a historically changing moment in yeah. time. Yeah. Unless I go back and I'm like, Can, do you guys take Visa? And they're like, what the fuck's Visa? Yeah. What is that plastic thing you're holding? Or the guy's like, when did credit cards get invented? No idea. That's a good question. Um, Talk about like the worst invention though. Hey, here's this plastic thing. It's got unlimited money on it. Yeah, they got a lot of people in a lot of trouble. And then you go spend your unlimited money, and they're like, oh, by the way, you owe like 96% on that. And you're like, 96% of what? And they're like, oh, every month we charge you 96% interest. And you're like, I'm going back in time and not spending that money. <laughs> um, since we've been going for like an hour and a half, do you want to – I wanted to just touch on some of my favorite time travel movies. I can literally just run through the list. We don't have to I was like, gonna say, talk mine would about be them in depth. Harry Potter – like not necessarily time travel, but Harry Potter, Back to the Future is great. The first one's great. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess if you want to say Interstellar with that time travel method, I would say that. Other than that, those would be mine because I don't okay. really follow time. Or I guess you could say Planet of the Apes because that's technically time travel. Yeah. But that's the same as Interstellar. Yeah. Um, I just jotted down a handful. And some of these are like, well, I guess technically all of them have been made into either a movie or a show. But they're like some of them are based on books too. But um, for the time dilation, I have Ender's Game and Interstellar. Um, Looper, as I just mentioned. You should definitely check out Looper. Looper is an awesome movie. Um, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Avengers Endgame, Tenet that just came out last year, um, Star Trek. So the Star Trek reboots have some time travel stuff going on there that's actually really cool. Um, X-Men Days of Future Past, which is actually one of my favorite time travel movies and, and one of my favorite X-Men movies, period. Is that the new one? Um, no. This one, one, it's newer. I think it came out in like 2014, 2015, somewhere in there. Um, Edge of Tomorrow. Have you seen Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise? No. Oh, is that the one where he always is going back because he like fails at his task and they're like, he gets like stuck up. in a loop where yeah. he like, yeah, I've seen that one. So that's another example of like, I've never seen it, but like Groundhog's Day with Bill Murray, there's like the time travel movie where you're stuck living the same day or the same time period over mm -hmm. and over and over. Um, and then obviously just like the Terminator franchise, I, I feel like it, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Terminator. Cause that's like one of the most famous time travel stories ever. 
Um, but yeah, those are some of my favorite time travel movies. I think we've definitely... I could do a whole episode on my favorite time travel movies and talking about the movies themselves, but I just wanted to mention them. I feel like we've covered what we wanted to cover, which is mainly like the concepts I think of the time concepts travel. Of time, and I, we could definitely hit this again because it's such like a... Yeah. Maybe we come in. I, I, with it's like one of those things of where a, I start to have more questions the more I talk about right, it. And maybe, then that like, like sparks my brain and I'm like, oh, what about this? Maybe it's one of those things that we could come in with like a loose idea of like, okay, we're going to, we each go back and we change like three points in history and then we play like that mind game of like what happens. Yeah. Or like <clears throat> you time travel under this method, which is where like you can't change anything. You time travel under this method where like you can change everything. And then this method where you can like change some things, but not the big stuff. Right. Because f- like it, it depends events. based on like what you're talking about here, which like if time travel ever does get invented, it'll be very curious to see. I mean, I'm not going to see it, but like for people who are around to see the effects, what form does that take? Since we've imagined it taking so many different forms, what does it take? I really feel like as part of me. Sometimes when I think about it, I get really worried that it's just going to break reality. I think, and maybe we should never try to time travel. I think the the most realistic way we would ever time travel wouldn't necessarily be physically traveling our bodies back in time, but would be maybe our subconscious, like being shown what time, like yeah, or going like somehow back transported time. back, yeah. right? But like that's kind of what's happening in X Men: Days of Future Past. They basically just take Wolverine's consciousness from his body now. And transport it back to his body from like, like 50 years it, ago or whatever. It would be like in, um, oh gosh, I think it's the Half-Blood Prince, Harry Potter, when he, I can't remember what the, the it, it was just in my head, but I just dropped it. But when he goes <laughs> up to Dumbledore's office to where Dumbledore puts in past memories and Harry can Oh go yeah, in, and you can like experience and, the memory. Right, but he's a ghost there. He's so, like a, a, so, so just a passenger. He's there. But the people there don't know he's there, so they yeah. just continue on. Like, you know, yeah. they shake hands through him, and he's like, Yeah. You know, he's trying to talk to people, but he's not actually there. Because right, it's already always happened. Yeah. I could see that possibly happening, but that to me, again, is like That'd be fucking your subconscious really cool, going out and, yeah. and exploring. But, like, could you imagine, like, you go to Rome and you're just standing, like, in the middle of the gladiator, you know, the Colosseum gladiator battle, and they're, like, fighting through your body, and you're like, I'm not dying. This is fucking awesome. But you can't, like, you can't get yeah. food. You can't taste their food back yeah. then. You or, could just you're just a observer, right? Yeah. But then no one knows that you're there. Like yeah. that would be the, the ideal way to time travel. It really would because you could get to experience and see all these things, but not change. Right. You, you just go and you're like changing wow, the outcomes. Like yeah. this is how they actually live. Because I would definitely. There's so many things that I would want to go back and see. Oh yeah, I want to see how the fucking pyramids were made. That's what I'm going back. That's like number one. Uh, I saw a meme, but I'll save that for off stream as it's probably not okay. stream or uh I think that would be friendly, we should maybe that'll be a good idea for a future like pyramids. spinoff episode to this. Well, yes, pyramids, but uh what I was gonna say is like if you could time travel back and just be an observer, where's like the top five times and places you would go? That's but a good idea. We should talk about pyramids because there's a lot of cool conspiracy theories. We should yes, pyramids. dude. I fuck I'm I'm obsessed with the pyramids. Sam, so if cool. you're listening we're going to get you in on the pyramids one. By the way, actually, I'll, I'll just tell you about it off air. I'm sick of like, <laughs> I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. And so I'm always like trying to bring up podcasts that I've heard that are like but in relation to, in, in relation to like what we're talking about. But then I'm like, why am I promoting other podcasts on my podcast? I should yeah. stop doing that. Yeah, you should. 
Not that it's like hurting our viewers. It's not like we have like millions of listeners or anything. But. If we had millions, I'd be like, go ahead and shout them out. Like, yeah. We're doing them a favor. Like, yeah. You know, they can owe us. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I mean, I'm about I'm about talked out on this subject for the time being, but we should definitely do. Uh, I think we should do another, another episode, episode on this about this um, at some point. I think it was great. You guys let us know your thoughts and opinions on this time travel episode. Um, hopefully, it kept you entertained, and you know, I think we'll be back with another episode regarding the same style of time travel discussion, or it could be completely different. With mm-hmm. you know, like we were talking about going back to five specific moments in time and just yeah that'd be a fun one um thanks everyone for tuning in and sticking with us this long uh, and we'll be back you know holiday season's coming up so i i won't make any promises for next week but uh we'll probably get i would say one or two more out by the end of the year at the very minimum hopefully yeah we got to talk about that off air (laughs) yeah but uh thanks again for tuning in and we will talk to you guys later till next time everybody thanks for tuning in